Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and welcome to the radio broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub. Coming from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the ministry of my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. Today, we will be concluding one of the final sermons in Pastor's series on Heavenly Authority. The message concerned the mighty men, or in Hebrew, the Gaborim, that inner core of valiant, courageous warriors who surrounded and protected David and performed many miraculous feats. There were the top two groups of three, and then the thirty whose names are listed in the roles of Second Samuel and First Chronicles, as well as the other mighty men of Israel who came to David at the stronghold at Ziklag. Clothed in the Spirit of the Lord, together they were like the army of God. When we left off, Pastor Greg was making the connection between these mighty men and the heavenly authority calling of believers in Jesus. He was reading from Ephesians chapter 6. And again, I apologize for the audio quality. As I mentioned last time, it was during this sermon that our old audio system failed, but we felt it was crucial for us to bring you this important message. We're called to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual army of wickedness. Therefore, verse 13, take up the whole armor of God. Put on your shield. Take up your sword. Take up your bow. Be skillful in what God gives you. And you can read that whole section if you go home after verse 13 where it speaks about this armor. Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all. You get that picture of uh, the one of the three holding that sword until it got stuck to his hand, right? After you have done everything, have done all to stand, to stand. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 32, the writer says, And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell you of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith, fight the good fight of faith, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. Maybe we think of the lion, the roaring lion, the one fighting the lion in the pit with the snow, the roaring lion, Satan, who, verse 34, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong. Part of this is confessing the fact that we're weak. On our own, we're weak. On our own, we cannot do anything. On our own, we cannot stand against Satan, his armies, his people. But the weak are made strong. Be strong in the Lord. God takes the weak hands and he makes them strong. God takes the fearful heart and he makes it brave. Be strong. When made strong, became valiant in battle, verse 34, turned to flight the armies of the aliens chased away the armies. When everyone else fled, they stood their ground and they fought the armies of the aliens and they were valiant, valiant in battle. 
bravery, loyalty, our loyalty to our David, Jesus Christ, the son of David, our loyalty, our love for him against all odds by the power of God, right? By the Spirit of God. Look at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We want to look at verse 12, but up above in verse 7, Paul contrasts the covenants. He says in verse 7, But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stone, speaking about the law, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passed away. Remember when Moses would come down, the glory of God would shine from his face, and he'd have to put a veil over it because the people couldn't stand looking at it. And then it would pass away because it wasn't an eternal glory. This was the glory of him being the presence of, the, of God for the law, the law which condemned men. Verse 8, how will the ministry of the Spirit, being clothed with the Holy Spirit, not be more glorious? Verse 9, for if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. That's what we're in. In the gospel of Jesus Christ, we're in the ministry of glory, of righteousness. He says, for even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels. It excels. The New Testament glory excels past the Old Testament. Consider that in what we're talking about. All those mighty deeds of those Geborim of David is nothing. That glory that you have in that role is nothing compared to the glory that we have when we fight the battle for Jesus Christ. This is the glory of the gospel, the eternal, not a passing away testament, an eternal testament that goes on forever and ever. For if what was passing away, verse 11, what is passing away, verse 11, was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Therefore, therefore, since we have this eternal glory of the gospel, therefore, since we have such hope, we're speaking about everlasting life, everlasting righteousness. What does he say? We use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, but their minds were blinded, for until this day the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament. He's speaking about his brethren. Because the veil is taken away in Christ, you only can see in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their hearts. They don't see Jesus when they read the Old Testament. Nevertheless, he goes back to his point, nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. We see, we understand, and we shine out. The veil is not supposed to be in place anymore. Now, unlike Moses, we're called to shine forward, shine out the gospel. Verse 17, now the Lord is the Spirit. Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they're one with the Father. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have Jesus in your heart, even though Jesus is at the right hand of the Father up in the uppermost heaven. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, reflecting out, reflecting in some of your translations, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord, or literally, just as by the Lord, the Spirit. Just as by the Lord, the Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the Lord Jesus Christ when you have the Holy Spirit. 
And we don't hide it anymore. We're called to be bold. We're called to rip away the veil, to see things clearly, and then to reflect Jesus Christ out as the Spirit of God is inside of us. And so we're very bold, Paul says. We're called to be bold and to be strong and to be courageous and to be firm and to endure just as by the Lord, just as by the Lord, the Spirit. To shine out that glory, that everlasting glory, unveiled, bold, strong, gaborum, mighty men in battle. Not a fading light, an everlasting light, an everlasting glory. To stand firm, to strengthen yourselves and strengthen the kingdom, right? Just like those mighty men we read about. We're called to strengthen ourselves and strengthen the kingdom in Jesus Christ. To stand firm and have courage. To be bold for your king. To be loyal to your king like those mighty men. To fight the good fight of faith for Jesus Christ. You are, in your position of heavenly authority, the mighty men of the Lord. We're called to surround, surround and protect the gospel. To declare that gospel. To fight the fight against all odds, even when everyone else flees. To hold tight that sword and not let go, the full armor of God. To stand no matter what the odds and just keep fighting even when we're weary, even when we're tired. To slay that roaring lion. To defeat the Philistines clothed in the spirit and to be a force to be reckoned with that does not yield. I yield that force of God. We're called to have faces strong like lions, and that does not contradict the humility that we're called to have in Jesus Christ. And you only can see that in the spirit. This world works on concepts. You know, are you a humble person or are you a bold person? Well, if you're a Christian, you're called to be both. Faces like lions, quick of feet, flexible as gazelles. And may the enemy be terrified at the sight of you. May you be able to take and wrestle away that spear from the enemy and turn it against him and win great victories for the Lord. May the multitude of demons, may all of Satan's forces fall before your sword. That's what you're called to. And remember that your name, your name is inscribed. You're written down too. There's a scroll in heaven that has each of your names as you stand as a Gaborim, a mighty man of Jesus Christ. I'll close with one last scripture in Acts chapter 4 and verse 29. The prayer of the apostles and the believers of the early church. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness, all boldness, they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. Great works, great exploits, mighty signs through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, they prayed for the boldness to speak, the courage, the steadfastness, the warrior's heart to speak even when you should be afraid, even when the Romans are against you, even when the Sanhedrin are against you, your own kinsmen are against you. That boldness that comes from the Holy Spirit to speak and the mighty acts of God through you 
in the name of Jesus to stretch out your hand to heal that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And it happened. We read about that, right? We read about that early church. The fire, the courage, the boldness, right? And the miracles, the mighty exploits of these Gaborim. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. Shaken. The ground was shaken. You'll read about a lot of the battles in the Old Testament, right? When you read about Jonathan going against the Philistines, what does God do to the ground? He makes it tremble, right? Gaborim. The place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we pray for your believers. We pray for each one, Lord, especially that inner core called into offices of heavenly authority, Lord. The three and the three and the thirty and all the layers that go out around, Father God. Each one called to a certain position, to a certain office, with certain gifts, according to the working of your spirit. That each one, Father God, even as you have called us to be humble servants, that each one would be called to be a bold servant in your army, the army of God. We give you thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. On our website at shiarjeshub.org, you will find information about our church, a library of radio programs, and a link to our 10.30 a.m. Sunday live stream on YouTube. You can then watch these live streams 24-7 on YouTube, Rumble.com, or the website itself. And the website again is shiarjashub.org.